This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms and opportunities for businesswomen to be seen and heard. This platform is for the women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration, and monthly masterclasses for you to grow your knowledge. Go to thedaisychaingroup.com for more information. These are the platforms to hear and share the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast and I'm your host Trudy Simmons and today I am thrilled and excited to introduce you to Kate Clark from Kate Clark Marketing. Kate thank you so much for being involved in the book and the podcast. Please tell us about your business. So I'm Kate from Kate Clark Marketing and I do content marketing for health coaches and well-being businesses who want to be more visible and have consistency online so that they are bringing more consistent inquiries into their business. Uh, Amazing and we're going to get back into why you're niching but what Mm. I loved reading about your chapter is that you start out saying I'm not confident enough to run a business And then through the twists and turns and rock bottoms, you start to plan for your own business. What happened in between that led you to knowing it was the right time? Yeah, there's that's a really interesting question. I think there's it's definitely never one thing, is it right? So I think motherhood definitely had a big impact on my confidence when I had my twins. I just had this like superhero feeling of. If I can do that, then you know I can do I can do anything. I can do anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I think because of and I touched on this in the chapter about my fertility journey, and it was it was not an easy one. It was a long, arduous journey, and I went through some. I mean, it was the lowest of the low, really. It was it was the most stressful time of my life. But I really threw myself into understanding. Um myself a lot more and I think that journey of self-awareness and self-discovery I I understood my emotions a lot better and the fact that I could control my emotions and all of these you know you learn more about how the you're telling yourself stories all the time and those stories of you know I'm not confident I'm I'm not clever enough I'm not assertive enough I'm not this I'm not that and 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 you learn that it's just your brain that's telling you these things to mm. keep you safe and stop you from going outside your comfort zone and so I think the combination of doing a lot of self-awareness stuff around when I was going through fertility problems and then becoming a mother and then that journey on top of that that like those that the combination of those two things was just like right well this is so doable honestly this is the wonder of doing these podcasts and having now spoken to I think 180 authors in the book is that the combination of that self-awareness, the personal development, as much as the business development goes hand in hand. And when we try and just push forward on one on the business side without bringing in the personal development side, it's a much harder journey. Oh, I agree. Definitely. For me, the personal stuff probably came first Mm. to to make me believe that I could do the business side in the first place. But yeah, like 100%, if you're not doing that work and overcoming those 
those fears, I guess. And I mean, just, yeah, that self-awareness just goes so far. Mm. What made you decide to niche to the well-being industry? So that, I mean, pr- probably similar life experience. Um, I've always been obsessed with personal development and I call myself a recovering self-help junkie <laughs> because <laughs> I started reading and, you know, we call it self-help, but for me it was personal development. But mm. back then I believed I needed to be fixed. So it's a bit different now, whereas it is very much about learning new things all the time and I love learning about myself and I love learning about the world and I love learning just how to you know I don't know like to do more stuff I guess more more stuff isn't even the right word because I don't want to do more stuff it's not about you know the next thing and the next thing and the next thing I guess it's just learning I just love to learn so Mm -hmm. I've always been obsessed with personal development and that kind of psychological side of it and I started doing yoga when I was 23 and um so that kind of that personal development journey did start a long time ago for me. Um, but I think with the fertility issues again, um, I got obsessed with more on the health side and about my body and about nutrition and food and what I was putting in. And and the one thing that I get really passionate about and the one thing that really like I get frustrated about is the health of the planet, the health of the planet, health of the people on it and you know the the food systems and you know what we're eating and you know all of this stuff is just there's such a disconnect to, to to what we're putting in our bodies to people's happiness and I just love working I get so inspired by health coaches and people that I work with in the nutritional space that are just doing good things to improve people's health and well-being and I just love and get inspired and passionate about all of that so that's it's just yeah something um like the interest has always been there but I knew when I when I started my business that was the space that I wanted to be in because it was what like lit me up I suppose Mm. the passion comes through oh thank you (laughs) well I think it's it's so important for any business owner that you're passionate about what you do and especially when you niche down it's important that you are able to speak their language to understand it but, but also, if you're not passionate about that industry, about that niche that you're going into, yes. it's very hard to enjoy what you're doing. And you are so obviously um, very passionate about it because of what it's given you, because of what it's done for you. And that's that's amazing. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> um, what does success look like to you? <clears throat> oh, this is always a funny question, isn't it? It's like... Money obviously is very important. And for me, financial freedom probably. And that doesn't necessarily mean earning millions, but you need to have money to have financial freedom and to have the freedom to do the things that I want to do with the family, travel, you know, to be able to go places and and, and not worry about, you know, how much money is in the bank. I guess that success for me is not having to worry about what's in the bank, being able to live life without worrying about it but also taking my kids to school and picking them up every day. Like the the reason I literally wanted to work for myself or the push was for to, to have that time to do those things, to have that flexibility and that freedom. Um, You know, for a while, I, d- I think I did feel quite resentful. I was like, I can't do all this stuff in my business because I've got, you know, I've got no time in the day and I've got to take the kids to school and pick them up and my day is so short. And then, take a step back and you think wait a minute 
check in with yourself. <laughs> Why am I actually doing this in the first place? So yeah, like success is actually being able to do those things and um, being able to work yeah. wherever I want, whenever I want and still, you know, have that career, I guess. Sometimes it is literally changing those words, isn't it? From I have to take the kids to school to how lucky am I to be able to take the kids to school or yeah. I want to take the kids to school because yeah. a lot of people, especially mothers that change their working behaviours so that they can have time with the kids yeah. is the most important role of what you do. Absolutely. And summer holidays as well, you know, it was a real um, eye opener. Like last year, worked through the whole summer holidays, didn't have a, I don't even think I had a day off through the whole summer because I was helping a client do like a big launch at the time. And um, I just didn't spend any time with the kids. And I thought, I'm not doing that again. No. So this summer has been totally different and I've took time off and we've had days out and it's been amazing. So just quickly, the, the title of your chapter is The Weirdo in the Room. And I think you're in pretty good company here. <laughs> to, to feel like you're the weirdo in the room. I think that's the whole point of the, the crazy daisies is mm. we're all told at some stage that we are weird in what we're doing, that we're crazy in what we're doing, that it can't succeed and we all do it anyway and that's the brilliance of so thank you I, I just I loved reading it in your chapter I'm the weirdo in the room hi <laughs> me too always felt like that always been the outsider <laughs> yeah, and and turning up in yellow I love it thank you <laughs> if there was one lesson that you've learned that you would want every entrepreneur to know what would it be uh this is a really difficult one isn't it it's um because there's so many to what what to choose from um I think probably the biggest one and yeah, the biggest one is for me, uh, the, the whole failure thing, you know, everyone says, Oh, fail quickly and fail hard and fail faster. And, and I, I did, I, I really struggled with that concept. I was like, why, why would anyone want to fail? Like we, you know, you want to, you, you want to put your stuff out there and you want to, to work and you just think well this when you're doing it you don't think this is not going to be right you put it out there thinking this is what it needs to be and I don't want to change it because I just want to be able to put a flag in the sand and move forward mm. with it but then you realize I've been through so many iterations of what a package and pricing and, and everything looks like and as your confidence grows you want to change it again and you want to change it again and and yeah now I understand the concept of just do something it doesn't need to be right doesn't need to be perfect put it out there if it's not right then change because you're going to change you're going to constantly change it all the time mm -hmm. and that's just the way it is I read a really interesting thing in a book um it was about content marketing funnily enough because that's what I do um but there was this guy George Carr his name is and he wrote this book called Authentic Content Marketing and in it he talks about um, this ceramics uh, study that was done and in one group the study was told they could only produce one piece and in the other group they were told they could they needed to produce as many pieces as possible in the time that they had so though obviously the ones that were creating the, just the one piece thought that theirs was going to be the best because they'd have time to you know create this amazing piece and really articulate it and do like all of the stuff they needed to do and it turned out that that was the group that could produce as many pieces as possible in a short space of time because with every single piece they improved what they did and by the end of it they had like obviously a masterpiece because they wow. they you know 
they'd improve their skills through every single piece. And I think that that hit home for me in the sense of, yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what you need to do. Yeah. With with your business, it's like practice, practice, keep, practice. keep going and keep doing And the more times you do it and the more times you change it, mm. the better it's going to be. So I think that's been the biggest lesson for me. I love it. Um, and what is your favorite business book? Um again, difficult one. Um <laughs> I think the biggest one and the one that I read as I was kind of starting my business was The Big Leap by uh, Gay Hendricks. Um, it was recommended to me by a friend who had also just started her business. And it's the one that sticks in my mind the most. Um, because again, and it's it's all around that whole self-awareness and knowing when you are self-sabotaging and hitting those points where bad things will happen in your life, but it's because you're out of your comfort zone and, and you know, you're not kind of like aware of, yeah. like all of the, you know, the shit storm. If, I can that happens <laughs> all the time. All this, time. Yeah. The Big Leap was the first book that I read on my business journey. And really? what I took about out of it was that zone of genius. Yeah. Staying in genius. your zone of genius. Yeah. I just thought if if everybody did that, and it's not easy, but if everybody yeah. did that, what a joyous place working yeah. would be and is when you just stay in your zone of genius and get yeah. other people to do the other things. So. And the and the opposite of that, of being in your, is, what does he call it? Your zone of incompetence. I think <laughs> that when he highlights the cost of living in, mm. of in, your inco- um, in your incompetence, because when you are doing the things that you're not good at, you're actually wasting. So you're like, how much money could you earn from yeah. the time that it's spent you to do those things? Like if you were in your zone, zone of genius, you would earn more from do, doing the things that obviously you're very good at. So I probably didn't articulate that very well. But... <laughs> <laughs> Worth reading the book. <laughs> <laughs> that that still sticks in my mind. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to reread it, I think, actually, now that you've said that, because it is, mm. my, I, start, I read it 12 years ago, so I need to Oh, wow, it. really? Yeah. Uh, Kate, thank you so much for being involved in the book and the podcast, and I look forward to getting your story out there. Thank you very much. It was an absolute pleasure. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. If you're a businesswoman looking for that community that will support you and lift you up, come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration and monthly masterclasses to grow your knowledge. Go to the daisychaingroup.com for more information. And for even more inspiration, please go to the link under this video and get your copy of the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world.